Rama for Today Radio. By the working of miracles, a nation has been plagued. By the working of miracles, the shadow of a sundial, as in the case of Hezekiah, was turned back as a sign that he would live and not die. Through this gift of uh, working a miracle, suddenly and uh, astonishingly, a rod that was thrown to the ground became a serpent or a snake. Through this working of miracles, fire flashed from the sky. One time, you know, one of the prophets through the working of miracles made it thunder. That was working of miracles as a sign. See, God used that. You see them in the Old Testament more than you do in the New, as I said, as a sign. Welcome to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today, Kenneth E. Hagan wraps up his series on the power gifts of the Spirit. Stay tuned for this teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Today is the last day. Right now, let's join Ken Hagan with today's message. And it is also true that it said concerning Philip, he wasn't an apostle, of course, but it said he went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ unto them. And they gave heed unto him, both seeing and hearing the miracles which he did. Now it tells about some miraculous healings, but that wouldn't be, and so it could be that this is just talking about these miraculous healings, or it could be that it's talking about some other miracles that were wrought over in this area too. I do not know. But it doesn't specify any other miracles. It does specify about the healings and the unclean spirits. For it said, unclean spirits, crying with a loud voice, came out of many of them. Many of them that were sick of the palsy were healed, and many that were lame were healed. Now that is not working of miracles. It is gifts of healings in operation. And so it could be that that is the miraculous healings that he's talking about. And yet right on the other hand it says, both seeing and hearing the miracles which he did. So it could be that in some area here that there were some miracles wrought. I'm talking about the working of miracles. You understand that? No, the working of miracles does not operate in the healing area. Now, many have tried to say they do, but they don't. That would be healings. If we're going to define them and divide them, we've got to keep them right where the Bible keeps them. Now then, let's sum up real quickly these uh, gifts that we have discussed and give you just a, a little short definition of it. The word of wisdom is a supernatural revelation of the wisdom or the purpose of God. The word of knowledge is a supernatural revelation of the knowledge of God. The discerning of spirits is a supernatural insight into the spirit world. The gift of faith is a supernatural trust in God for provision or protection. The working of miracles, which is a supernatural sign wrought by the power of God. Now, the working of miracles... Howard Carter said, and I like his book on questions and answers on spiritual gifts better than any I've ever read. I think it's the simplest. I think it's uh, more to the point of any of them. And he said this in conclusion on his chapter there of answers, questions and answers on the working of miracles. He said, the working of miracles is a very important manifestation of the Spirit. It is the mighty power of God flowing through a person. We might say that the possessor participates in the same power, so to speak, of God that was in manifestation when God created the world, as far as that's concerned. 
When, for instance, just simply by saying the Lord permits you through the power of the Spirit to speak the word, and the river is divided, and you cross over on the other side, or to speak the word, the same God in the beginning that in the Psalms, the psalmist describes when he made the worlds that he said to the waters, talking about the seas when he made the tides and so on, said, thus far shall thy come and no further. You know, Scripture said God said that. Well, you see, he lets a little bit of that omnipotence as the Spirit wills be manifested in a person when they roll back the sea. Praise God. Can't you see that? Or say to the Red Sea, be parted, and it's parted. By the working of miracles, a nation has been plagued. By the working of miracles, the shadow of a sundial, as in the case of Hezekiah, was turned back as a sign that he would live and not die. Through this gift of uh, working a miracle, suddenly and uh, astonishingly, a rod that was thrown to the ground became a serpent or a snake. Through this working of miracles, fire flashed from the sky. One time, you know, one of the prophets through the working of miracles made it thunder. That was working a miracle as a sign. See, God used that. You see them in the Old Testament more than you do in the New, as I said, as a sign. Through this working of miracles, the lions were overcome and slain. That in the case of Samson, you see, was the working of miracles. I think you see working of miracles manifested in him. I think that's the main thing that was operating in him. Amen. Whereby lions were slain. Now you see in the case of Daniel, the lions weren't overcome and slain. An angel came down to stop their mouth. Daniel received a miracle. That was a gift of faith in operation. He laid down and went to sleep. Somebody said he just went to sleep, you know, made one of the lions his pillar, and the lion just fanned him with his tail and kept him nice and cool, you see. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I know this one thing. Praise God that the angel did shut the lion's mouth. But I know this much, that God didn't just intervene and do that on his own. I know the Bible speaks about Daniel when he came out. and said there's no hurt found on him because he believed in his God. Well, now, that kind of faith to receive a miracle is beyond the ordinary common faith that every Christian possesses. You know that just as well as I do. That was the gift of faith. But here in the case of Samson, the lion was overcome and slain. And then through the working of miracles, you see, loaves were multiplied. Through the working of miracles, a solid iron axe head was made to float like it's a piece of wood. Amen. Through the working of miracles, you see, because this worked something. Through the working of miracles, the raging force of a storm was quieted. Through the working of miracles, you see, a multitude of fish filled the net of a couple of fishermen. Praise God, that was a working of miracles. Well, through the working of miracles, that small oil bottle of that widow became a fountain of oil just flowing. Filled up all the empty vessels they had in her house. Sent out barn from the neighbors on every side, I guess as far as way as they could. They brought them in, filled all of those vessels up with oil, and it still it flowed. That was a working of miracles. Well, now then you can see, I think, that this working of miracles is indeed a mighty gift, glorifying the God as Howard Carter said, of all power, stimulating the faith of his people and astonishing and confusing the unbelief of the world. Now then, somebody said, that's not for us nowadays. Well, who said so? 
I say, who said so? Well, now, some folks come up with this brilliant, supposedly brilliant calculation. Well, if it was, we'd have it. Well, if God says it's so, we ought to have it. Well, why don't we have it then? Because we're not meeting God's conditions. That's why we're not. What did God say? God said, covet these things. Then if we don't have them, I'm not talking about me or you or some minister. I'm talking about us as a group. I'm talking about as believers. I'm talking about as the real body of Christ. You know, we just, when we meet together as a body, you can see one another, but there is an invisible body of Christ of believers everywhere, bless God, who have been born of God. But now listen to me. It's because we're not coveting and desiring these things. But I'm thoroughly convinced that as we covet these things and desire these things, that they will be more in manifestation than they have been. And I'll be honest with you, lately, in my own private prayers, I seem to be impelled. Now, I don't mean that I'm forced. It, it is more than just a leading. It is more than just an impression. I seem to be impelled or constrained and I find myself almost unconsciously praying this away. Not that I would have them or they'd be manifested through me, but that these power gifts would be in manifestation. And somewhere or another, I seem to, to sense in the Spirit that God is wanting in this day this working of miracles gift to be in operation more than some of the others. Well, now it's not going to come just because we sit around and talk about them and sort of hopefully wish that it might be so. He said to desire spiritual gifts. Well, now you know just as well as I know that if anybody desires anything, they're going to make some effort toward that direction. Amen. Covet, he said, spiritual gifts. Now, covet means about the same thing. Actually, the word covet, according to the dictionary, means to desire earnestly. To desire earnestly. Again, Paul said desire spiritual gifts. He said covet spiritual gifts. Desire earnestly. That means being earnest about it. I think a lot of people have a lot of desires, but they're not very earnest about it. But he said to desire earnestly these things. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources that will change your life. So visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. I'd like to tell you about this month's special offer. This package consists of the mini book by Kenneth E. Hagan entitled, Learning How to Flow with the Holy Spirit of God. The next resource in this package is Kenneth E. Hagan's four CD series entitled, Spiritual Gifts, the Power Gifts of the Spirit. This is the second volume of a three-volume set. Last but not least is Ken Hagen's mini-book entitled, The Key to the Supernatural. These great resources are at the special price of $19.95. That's $11.95 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, 
Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. You know what's going to happen in just, uh, what, a couple of weeks or so? <laughs> I, time's going fast, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yes, camp meeting. Yes, camp meeting is coming up. Yes. And, you know, uh, that starts Sunday, July the 23rd mm-hmm. at 6 p.m. That's yes. Sunday night. Mm-hmm. And then Monday through Friday, the 24th through the 28th, it's uh, 10 a.m., 2.30 p.m., and 7.30 p.m. Mm-hmm. And, of course, uh uh, we also have got, you know, other speakers. I'm yes. speaking to Denise. Our daughter's speaking to Denise Burns. Craig is speaking. Mm-hmm. My, our son, Craig Hagen. And then we got Charles Cowan, Mark Hankins, uh, who Darryl else? Huffman. Darryl Huffman, David, David Sharon, Sharon, and Philip Slaughter. That's uh, right. Yeah. He used to travel with yeah, us. Yeah, he traveled with the singers and band for a number of years. Yes. And now he's out traveling, ministering on his own. Mm-hmm. And we're really glad to have him. So, uh, hey, you want to make plans to come. Uh, and then, of course, the Youth Summer Blitz, they summer call blitz, it. Yes. And it's a get your game on. That's right. And stepping out and stepping up your walk with God. So, hey, and then we have the ch- the children and the 10, at the 10, 10 o'clock, o'clock services, service. the 10 and the, thir- and the, and the night services. Mm-hmm. We, in the afternoon, the children, we don't have get to after- take a nap. Yeah, get to take a nap. <laughs> or but come to the service. Or come to the service that's with right. their parents. We don't care if you want to bring them into the main auditorium. That's all right. Hey, so we can- both went to services, to adult services. And, and I slept on a lot of pews. <laughs> I slept on a lot of pews. Well, I listened. I was going to sleep. Listen? Well, more, not too often. <laughs> not when I was. Not when, you I were little. not when I was small. I know. But hey. Bring the whole family. Yes. You can go to on, online to Rama.org, get all the information. Monday, Ken Hagen will start a new and exciting teaching. That's next week here on Rama for Today Radio with Ken and Lynette Hagen. We're looking forward to you being with us next week. Have a great weekend.